Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sure, you've seen the stories. We've talked about it here on the air, about how uh, this is going to be a really interesting um, holiday shopping season, Christmas shopping season, as uh, supply chains are just... Well, they're not working, you know, if you take a look at it, uh, everything from vehicles to tires to toys to you name it. Um, there's, it's pretty amazing if, if you take a look at, uh, and you can check it out online, the number of container ships that are just sort of circling in the port of Los Angeles waiting for an opportunity to offload. Shipping is just a disaster right now, and it's really causing a lot of problems, and it's going to make a big mess as we get into this, you know, busy time of season. You know, retailers just can't get the products that they want to sell. Uh, it's costing so much more to get products shipped. So bottom line, uh, it's going to be getting more expensive. We've done stories on inflation, right? You know, you look at the price of gas, natural gas, um, everything, food. The cost of living is going up. And, um, you know, you add that into what we've seen over the last, let's call it two years now. We're almost at two years, if you can believe it, of this pandemic. And it's been unsettling. It's been upending. It's changed a lot of things for a lot of people, including the financial situation for a whole lot of people. Um, now, baby boomers, those who are retired and close to retirement, are reporting they're feeling a lot of anxiety as a result of the way things have changed and the position that it's put them in. So let's get some insight on what's going on with that demographic. We'll chat with Dr. Bonnie Jean McDonald, who is the Director of Financial Security Research at the National Institute of Aging at Ryerson University. Dr. McDonald, thank you so much for your time this morning. appreciate you joining us. Good morning, Shay. Happy to be here. Yeah, taking a look at some of your findings and some of the work that you're basing this off, uh, the numbers are pretty clear-cut here, right? Majority feeling a lot of stress about where they are in life right now. Absolutely. So I think, as you were saying, all Canadians really are feeling some a lot of financial stress. Of course, that, that varies a lot depending on who you are and where you are. But the people going to retirement are, are definitely a very special case because going to retirement, you kind of have your savings and then you're basically being made to kind of decide 10, 20, 30, 40 years into the future. And um, with the turmoil in the financial markets on top of the fact that, you know, this past year has been a huge wake-up call into the systematic problems that have long existed in the long-term care setting. These are just some of the reasons that people going into retirement, like the baby boomers, it's really um, kind of, you know, adding fuel to the fire in terms of financial anxiety. Um, And as I was talking about it, you know, it's not surprising, right? There's so many things going on right now. It's not only the position they were in prior to the pandemic and how that's been affected, but I mean, just the cost of living has, has changed so dramatically in the last year. We're seeing inflation we haven't seen in a very long time. So that's another added pressure in terms of, you know, your savings. There's everything. It's almost a perfect storm. It's, it's, that's the words that, that took it out of my mouth. It's a perfect storm. I mean, before this started, senior, uh, baby boomers were already in a perfect yeah. storm when it came to retirement, probably not so knowingly most of the time. And that's because we've seen a decline in pension plans in the workplace. Interest rates have been low for quite a while. And what that means is people will have generally less money in retirement at the end. But while money's going down, the price tag of retirement has been going up. And yeah. that's because people are living longer than ever before. 
But the biggest one that kind of really doesn't get very much attention is the fact that uh, in Canada, traditionally and around the world, people as they get older, when they have health care needs, it's actually their family who's been providing mm-hmm. all the care. And even up till today, we find about 75% of all the care that's done for Canadian elderly in their home is done by the family. So we're in a really um, pivotal historical time because baby boomers were the first generation to really not have children. So they're going to, it's going to be very questionable about what's exactly going to happen because the care support for seniors in the home just doesn't exist. And if the family's not there, isn't able to provide the care because they just don't have the numbers, uh, this is also another stress that's really creating this perfect storm. Yeah, because when you talk about that, you know, how you're going to live and where you're going to live in your retirement, and if, if you do need that added care, it's not cheap. It really does change um, the entire equation when it comes to your retirement years, doesn't it? Yeah, and I, I don't want to, I, I need to put this in there, but it's kind of one of these areas of domestic duties that has historically always fallen on women, and therefore people don't quite appreciate the value of it. Same thing for childcare, uh, caring for the elderly. It's kind of a female dona- domain, and it's not been given the appreciation that it probably should have been given. And because of that, it's really quite alarming how much it should cost if you were to pay a, a professional and not have you know, someone in your family, which is usually done by a woman, do that care uh, for free, basically. So it, it is going to cost a lot of money. People will have to start paying out of pocket. And the really tricky part of, of paying out of pocket is that these care needs won't usually come in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. It's usually going to be in your 80s and your 90s. So people actually have to be planning 20, 30 years in advance and understanding how am I going to have that secure income stream to pay for these services when I may need them, but I may not need them? So this this is kind of what we would call it. I'm an actuary. It's an impossible task. You cannot it is. plan for this type of risk. It's just not something people can do. So it is quite a choice. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quite a challenge. And when you talk about planning and, you know, saving and putting yourself in a position where, you know, you plan for the worst and hope for the best, um, when you're talking about rising cost of living now, if you're somebody who hasn't retired yet, uh, but you're getting close, your ability to save gets compromised just because it costs you more to live day-to-day life, right? Absolutely. So, you know, the other challenge that's in your face is that we, you know, we live our lives, um, humans are very adaptable in general. So basically, if there's my husband lost, you know, he, my husband's a dentist, for example, he couldn't work for nine months. Well, that meant I worked more yeah. or he puts in more hours. After. Like, this is what we do. We have this kind of human capital where we can take loans. We can do lots of things to really kind of, you know, um, drive through the bad times. But once you get in retirement, this kind of option to work more disappears and therefore people aren't adaptable. So this is why the planning piece is just so important. And you've mentioned the rising costs. Now, if somebody's getting even if the lucky ones who are getting a pension from their employer, um, oftentimes those pension incomes, they don't go up with inflation. Right. And therefore, you know, inflation goes up 5%. Well, now your purchasing power just went down 5%, essentially. 
Um, the exception to that, of course, is the old age security, which is given by um, the federal government, the social service, as well as your Canada pension plan or the Quebec pension plan, which people contribute to towards uh, throughout their whole life. Uh, that also goes up with inflation. So these are kind of two programs that people you know, they appreciate them, but once you're in your 70s and your 80s and you see those incomes going up with the cost of living, they become very, very important to people. When we take a look at the government programs, we know they're there, and they're there to make sure that um, our seniors are taken care of, but really, um, that, that that's not going to provide you, when we're talking about, you know, added care and things like that, you don't want to be in a position where that's your only source of income, right? Exactly. So there, there's... Exactly. So people have been, you know, if there's one theme in retirement world, it's been that people should save more, uh, whether mm-hmm. that's in their RSPs, uh, whether it's in their employer DC plans, whatever it may be. So save, save, save. Uh, we're now in this critical junction where we have people kind of arriving in retirement, but there is not good methods in Canada to actually take that savings and ter- turn it into an income stream, an unaffordable one is what we'd say. So the ways that I personally have been really... Um, promoting because I fundamentally believe in and I've studied for a number of years is that Canadians really need to be more aware of the fact that they can delay their Canada pension plan and what they're doing by so if you have a little bit of savings use that money to bridge the short term so from age 60 to 70 and if you can delay your CPP to age 70 what you've done is you've just purchased the cheapest most um, high quality DP plan in the world okay and you basically double your more than double your CPP and what I found is if you look at the average Canadian, by doing that over their lifetime, they'll make about $100,000 extra in retirement income on average. And for those who actually live beyond the average age, those are the ones who will very greatly appreciate this extra income as they go into their 80s and 90s. So is there a cutoff? Like if you can push it to 70, is that good? Then you can feel okay? Or do you benefit even more if you push it out to 72 or 75? No, that's a great, so you can take it as early as age 60, and yeah. really, unfortunately, that's been the most popular take-up age, because mm-hmm. people see the CPP like other government programs, oh, great, I'm eligible, I should grab it before it disappears. That's not the way the program works, it's actually a funded pension plan, so, you know, there's kind of a, a, a little bit of a tightrope the government walks, because they don't want to be seen as giving financial advice, Right. but at the same time, uh, there's conflicts of interest in the industry, so that people are being told, take your CPP early, uh, and that leaves more money invested with the various financial products in the private sector. So, you know, this is why for someone like myself, who I don't have kind of, um, you know, I, I really am about social good and research to really be out there explaining this because people don't understand it. And it's so bad, Shay, that um, if you look at the numbers, 95 per, 95% of Canadians take their CPP by age 65. So only 1% of Canadians are actually making the most of it by taking it at age 70. So you can only delay it to age 70, and by that time, you've basically more than doubled the, the uh, monthly payment income streams. Wow. I had no idea. I didn't even know that was a thing. I know. And, and isn't that a shame? Because we know about everything out there, and I, the most valuable thing you could do is this. And just to kind of give another example, if instead the delay from 65 to 70 you can either, you know, take the money now and not delay it or say if you instead took those five years of income and went and bought an annuity in the, in the retail market. Mm-hmm. So people say, oh, buy annuities, they're great. Well, it would actually buy you half the income it, that you could get by delaying your CPP. Wow. That's how good it is. 
Yeah. And, you know, when, when you talk about people living longer, doesn't that also mean that people are working longer? So maybe that's 65, um, you know, now people wor- want to work till 70. I know, I hope I can. I mean, <laughs> yeah, is, is, is that retirement age changing along with life expectancy? It is. So the average retirement age, it went down quite a bit. It went down uh, over a couple decades to about 60. And then just over the last, um, I don't know exactly the number, less than a decade, it's actually gone back to age 65. So for sure, we see people retiring at a later age. Um, Nevertheless, people retire for a lot of reasons. Some is because they can. Um, other people, a lot of people do because they have to. And those could be reasons like they're out of a job, which yep. we may see more of now, although there is a, such a high demand in labor markets, maybe not. Uh, the other reason why people need to retire is because of their health or because the health of their spouse, they sure. need to stay home. It just doesn't make sense for them to keep working. So, you know, because of that, it's not always something within our control, but Definitely working longer is going to be a strategy that people will use to just help to have a more comfortable retirement. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Great information this morning, Doctor. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, Shay. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. That is Dr. Bonnie Jean McDonald, Director of Financial Security Research at the National Institute of Aging at Ryerson University.